53rd pick in the 2020 NFL Draft. The Philadelphia Eagles select Jalen Hurts, quarterback, Oklahoma. Ladies and gentlemen, as Jalen Hurts is going to Doug Peterson and that Philadelphia offense, what look, Jalen Hurts is something. Let's welcome Jalen Hurts, everyone, to the Philadelphia Eagles. Man, round two of the NFL draft was absolutely crazy. Like round one wasn't wild enough. Now, for Philly fans at least, round one, going into round one, going into this year's NFL draft, everyone knew. The team had to get a wide receiver. The Eagles addressed specific team needs this offseason, all right? They decided to let go of Malcolm Jenkins. He went down to New Orleans, went back down to New Orleans. The Eagles traded for Darius Slay in the secondary. The Eagles added Willie Parks in the secondary. Jalen Mills is expected to play some safety. So the team went defensive focus so far this offseason before getting to the draft. Going into the draft, we all knew this was a deep wide receiver class. There was a lot of talent at the wide receiver position outside of the big three, Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, C.D. Lamb. Those were the three big names that Eagles fans were hoping Howie Roseman and the Eagles front office would find a way to either trade up or get savvy however they could, however Howie can, to get one of those three guys in there. Justin Jefferson was also a big name kind of just outside of that big three, but he was someone who played at LSU, who racked up a ton of statistics um, and was viewed to be a guy that a lot of people would like. Some people thought he could be overrated due to his circumstance. Nonetheless, three or four guys there in the first round that fans were hoping the Philadelphia Eagles would figure out a way to take. Even if the Eagles decided not to go that direction, You still had guys like Brandon Ayuk out of Arizona State. You still had guys like Denzel Mims from Baylor. You still had guys like K.J. Hamler from Penn State. The list goes on and on. Most people, whether it's in the media or even just the average fan who paid close attention to the prospects heading into the NFL draft, felt like there was depth even in day two, day three, at the wide receiver position where the Eagles could get better. Eagles decide to go Jalen Rager. I left out his name on purpose from TCU. A guy that has been compared a lot to Deshaun Jackson. I think he's a little bit, I'm not going to say better, more versatile than Deshaun Jackson. He's a guy that, that can line up in the backfield, in the slot, on the outside, either side. He can do it all. He's fast. He's strong for his size. He's confident. I love his mentality as a wide receiver. I think that's important. But a lot of fans were not happy with that pick. So going into day two, the Eagles had one pick at 53. The one position I think we could all agree on that would not be taken in the draft at all, but especially day two, maybe later, all right, maybe later, but especially not day two, is quarterback. And with the 53rd overall pick, the Philadelphia Eagles shocked the world and got Jalen Hurts. My initial reaction, I was excited. Before I checked Twitter, I was genuinely intrigued at the selection. 
couple minutes later, I open up Twitter and I see the madness that that ensued. Now, I, I really listen, I, I get the reaction. I'm not going to sit here and say you're an idiot for thinking that way. I don't get it. No, I mean, I get it. You have Carson Wentz. You have your franchise guy. The Eagles led the NFL in drops last year. They were a mess at the wide receiver position. Why are you bringing in another quarterback? Are you saying you don't trust Carson Wentz? That's what I heard a lot of. Once Hurts' name was announced to the Eagles. And I was saying this before Howie Roseman came out, and I'm going to get to Howie Roseman's comments in a second. You don't think Doug Peterson and Howie Roseman had a conversation with Carson Wentz before that pick saying, listen, this is where our head's at. Hertz hasn't been picked yet. If he's on the board at that time, and maybe even if so-and-so at another position has been taken and Hertz is still there, I think this is the, re- the direction we're going to go. You're our guy. There's no competition. We're quarterback developers. We want to add depth at every position. We're going to go this way. You don't think they had that conversation? You're crazy. And then hours later, after the pick, Howie Roseman did come out. Doug Peterson did come out and said exactly that. We spoke with Carson. We let him know where our head was at and that we would maybe go in that direction. So that's one theory that's garbage. The Eagles have communicated with their star quarterback. And let's make it clear. He is their star quarterback. I do not think that this pick is an indication of the organization feeling that Carson is not the guy. I do not believe that at all. But let's remind ourselves of the team that we're talking about. The team that did the unthinkable just a couple years ago. Won the Super Bowl with Carson Wentz on the sideline. And I'm not bashing Carson with that. They won the Super Bowl because they had a backup quarterback. Yes, he hit lightning in a bottle. It was, I mean, I guess you can call it a miracle that Nick Foles played the way he did. But you have to give credit to the coaching staff, the environment that Nick Foles was in, where he felt comfortable and confident to thrive. Doug Peterson changed some things around, tailored the offense to Nick Foles. We all know what happened. But Nick Foles was a good enough backup, at least in that situation that year, to be able to keep the ship afloat and not only keep it afloat, but lead the ship to the promised land. Nick Foles has since departed the Philadelphia Eagles organization. Are you confident in Nate Sudfeld? I'm not. You could be listening to this and say, okay, Ryan, what the hell does it matter? If Carson Wentz goes down, our season's over anyway. Well, I'm going to point right back to the Super Bowl year. All right, and listen, I understand if your quarterback goes down, Your organization is in a world of trouble. If your starting quarterback goes down, you're in trouble. But maybe you're not. Maybe you're not. Why not get a guy that if you feel has extraordinary talent, who's falling in the draft. Yes, some people say, oh, Jalen Hurts is a fifth-round pick. Well, clearly he's not. The Eagles felt that his value was at that spot. The Eagles felt we'd rather have this guy sitting in meetings, sitting in 
film sessions with Carson as a backup learning and we can develop him. And then we have all the options in the world. We want this guy in our house, under our roof. I brought up this example, and this example was used at an exhausting amount after I even tweeted it out. I tweeted it out shortly after the the pick. He can be used as as a Taysom Hill type of guy. And I saw all of the rebuttals. Oh, Taysom Hill, he's a gadget player. Taysom Hill was undrafted. You're going to go waste a second-round pick on Taysom Hill when you have clear needs at other positions? (laughs) That's not the only reason why they drafted him. The point is, it's a piece of the pie. Jalen Hurts can, can impact the Philadelphia Eagles immediately on the field. You can package him together with Carson, him and Carson on the field at the same time. You can package plays, RPO plays, with Jalen Hurts and Carson off the field. All right, he can be on the field with Wentz. He can be off on the field without Wentz running his own plays. It may sound crazy. I don't think it is. Carson Wentz, I'm not saying he's injury prone because that that has like a negative connotation to it, but he's injury prone. Let's just call it what it is. He's had some bad luck. I know he got speared in the back of the head on an illegal hit in the playoff game. All right, I'm not saying... He needs to do something different in that situation. But fair or foul, lucky or unlucky, Carson has found a way into that blue tent onto the sidelines. It feels like a lot. He didn't really miss any time his rookie year. After the ACL injury, the year of the Super Bowl run, he was not himself, which is understandable. I'm not bashing him once again. But this is an organization that has dealt with a lot of quarterback issues, specifically a lot of Carson Wentz injury issues. And if you have a guy in Nate Sudfeld that you don't believe in and you see a guy that you can take and bring in to your organization wearing your jersey that you feel like has a ton of talent, why not get him? I stumbled upon an article and I'm going to spit some numbers out at you. In 2017, of players that played 40% of the snaps in the 2017 season, all right, the qualifications were, whether you're on offense or defense, you had to have played at least 40% of the snaps that season. The players of that group that were selected in the NFL draft At any point, from 41 to pick 100, about 33%. So three out of 10 players from pick 41 to pick 100 are going to see the field a significant amount of time. That's three out of 10 guys that you pick between pick 41 and 100 are going to see the field 30% of the time. So you're going to get a receiver that is most likely just going to be a special teams guy. Maybe he's a reliable starter, which the Eagles need. I understand that. But sometimes in the NFL draft, you go and get a super talented guy. 
If you're a general manager of an NFL team, you look at the depth chart at every single position. And the quarterback depth chart for the Philadelphia Eagles wasn't looking too hot before this pick. You have Carson Wentz, who I believe in, who can be a star. He was an NFL MVP that Super Bowl year before he got hurt, was going to be. But he's dealt with a lot of injuries. He's had a lot of bad luck. After that number one spot on the depth chart, who the heck do the Eagles have? They don't have anyone. Go get a guy. Now that depth chart for that position looks much stronger. And at the time, the Eagles didn't have Marquise Goodwin, all right? They didn't have him. They didn't have Hightower either, who the Eagles drafted the next day. But at the time of the Jalen Hurts pick, you don't think Howie Roseman had a plan? And now, after the fact, I can sit here and say he did. He went and got a guy that is reliable. Stamp of approval on proven production in the NFL. You know what you can't get during the NFL draft? Stamp of approval for proven guaranteed production. Whether it's round one, round two, round three, undrafted, you don't know what that guy is going to do, how his skill and mental toughness and overall game is going to translate at the pro level. You don't know. What the Eagles did was they went and got the most talented player on the board at that time. That's what I feel like they did, and I think they would say the same thing. And Howie Roseman had a heck of a plan in place to go and make a trade for a proven commodity at the wide receiver position the next day. He went and added more speed and versatility the next day in the draft by getting Hightower. So is the Jalen Hurts pick really that bad? The coronavirus has impacted our lives and the sports world dramatically. The NFL draft was under an even bigger microscope than it has been in the past, and it's always overblown, overassessed, way too many mock drafts, and no one really knows how these guys are going to pan out. But this year, because of the sports world being shut down, the NFL draft had a lot of focus. And because of the Eagles' season prior to this NFL draft, and with the NFL draft having a lot of depth at the wide receiver position, the one position that Eagles fans knew needed the most help, it was the perfect storm that resulted in a freakout for all Philadelphia Eagles fans with the Hurts pick at 53. I'm here to tell you it's a good pick. I'm here to tell you that they could have got a Van Jefferson. And yeah, maybe maybe Mr. Van pans out. Maybe he's an all-pro. Maybe he's a, a an eight-time pro bowler, and maybe the Eagles missed out. Maybe not, though. Maybe not. No one knows. All right? And my emphasis on the draft, you're not going to win the Super Bowl in the draft. You can, but you can't bank on it, is my point. You cannot bank on winning the Super Bowl in April. Tom Brady was asked about his thoughts on the importance of the NFL draft. He said it doesn't mean shit. 
199. That was Tom Brady's draft position. You can get an undrafted guy who turns into a Super Bowl MVP. You can get a 10-time Pro Bowl Hall of Famer, undrafted, second round, third round, fourth round. You don't know. You can do all the mock drafts in the world. The most important position on the field in the NFL and in football is the quarterback. Is it really the worst thing in the world to have a guy that that you feel is super talented and you feel like you can develop and someone you can believe in and trust to go win a handful of games if your guy at the number one spot in the depth chart goes down? Is that really the worst thing in the world? Instead of getting a fourth string wide receiver, most likely, a guy that most likely won't see the field, And that's facts. Go look at the data. Go look up success rate of guys drafted from 41 to 100. And the likelihood of those picks panning out outside of the quarterback position. Not that good. I think we all need to relax, take a step back, and appreciate that Howie Roseman in this Eagles front office wants talent under their ceiling, regardless of the position. We just celebrated on Broad Street just a couple years ago, and that was all because of the backup quarterback. Maybe Carson Wentz gets hurt again this year, and he misses 10 games. And maybe this pick is the reason why The Eagles still win the NFC East and take down the Cowboys and still make a deep playoff run. Maybe it's not. Maybe we don't see Jalen at all. I don't believe that. I believe if Carson stays healthy, the Eagles are still going to get creative and finding ways to get Hurts on the field, and he's going to end up winning this team a ball game, if not two, if not three. Maybe in a couple years, Hurts is enjoying his time developing and learning under Carson Wentz. Maybe we come to realize that Jalen Hurts is a heck of a a quarterback and a football player, and he's the next quarterback in Philadelphia. Maybe because of the pandemic and the coronavirus, college football isn't able to start in August. And then all of a sudden, the Eagles have a heck of an asset sitting under their roof to trade this time next year if there's no college football season this year. Maybe not. My point is, there's way more pros to this situation in my mind than there is cons. The Eagles didn't just lose the NFC East at the number 53rd spot in the NFL draft in 2020. But they could have just won it. Thanks, everyone, once again for listening to another episode of The Fix. I'm your host, Ryan Rothstein. Please, if you're enjoying what I'm putting out there, subscribe to the pod, leave a review, leave five stars. Each and every review and subscription means a lot to me. I would appreciate it. Share with your family, friends, and loved ones. (laughs) Until the next time, everyone, this has been another episode of The Fix with Ryan We'll talk to you soon. 
A lot more to recap. We ain't going anywhere, baby. Stay tuned. Peace.